Musical Ballet's Meet the Artist interview at the War Memorial Opera House. My name is Claire Sheridan. I'm the founder of the LEAP program at St. Mary's College of California, and I'm your host here today for the San Francisco Ballet Center for Dance Education. It's Sunday, March 1st, 2015, and this is program three. I do want to announce that many of these Meet the Artist interviews are available as podcasts on our website at sfballet.org. So with that in mind, I'd also like to welcome our online listeners. My guest today was born in France. She joined the Paris Opera Ballet at the ripe old age of 17 and became a soloist there. Then in 2013, lucky for us, she joined the San Francisco Ballet. On this stage, she's danced principal roles in ballets such as Thomason's Giselle, The Nutcracker, Caprice, The Fifth Season, Lafarge's Suis en Blanc, and Rotmansky's From Foreign Lands and Shostakovich Trilogy. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please meet San Francisco Ballet principal dancer, Mathilde Frostet. Hello. So Mathilde, what is your first memory of ballet? Um, oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, my first memory is really painful. Really, I am... Um, when painful. I, yeah, when I started ballet, it was because I had a really bad back. And my mother said, okay, you have to start ballet, you have to be, have a nice port de bras, and like, like that. And I had a really slim body, but not flexible at all. And honestly, ballet was torture for me. So. It was torture. <laughs> Yeah, this is my first memory, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But then when, what made it change? What, what was the turning point where you said, this is fun, or I feel like an artist? Um, I think the first performances I did were really funny, but, well, stage was funny, but it was most, most, more the group, and more like, I like putting makeup, like doing my hairs, and, I don't know, all this, this thing around the ballet, actually. <laughs> Not that much ballet. <laughs> but you studied at the uh, Marseille National School of Ballet and the Paris Opera Ballet, and there are so many things that a young dancer has to, to learn. What was easy for you? So, sorry. What was easy for you as a student? I mean, say, I was, I was a good turner, or I had perfect turnout, or I remember the choreography. Um, I think what was easy for me, I... I didn't have fear, so I turned well. Um, I, everything was easy. Ballet was easy for me. That's why I liked ballet, because, well, it was easy. There must have been something that was difficult or something you didn't look forward to. Yeah, flexibility. Like, oh, flexibility. Oh, yes. It's oh, it, by watching her dance, And still never... now, it's painful. This morning, I took the class, and oh my god, it's so painful. <laughs> I don't know, this flexibility, like to be able to, to, to put your leg really high and it's still something you have to work every day for the type of body I have. So you um, joined the Paris Opera Ballet and after 11 years with that company, you decided that you needed a change and here you are in San Francisco. So it's been a, 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 quite a journey for you and I thought that today we could talk about what you have learned this past year um, about dance, about yourself, about how companies operate. And first of all, can you talk about uh, the experience of working in an American company like San Francisco Ballet versus a company like the Paris Opera? Mm -hmm. So San Francisco Ballet is a really special company because yes, it's an American company, but all the dancers are mostly European. So it's, it's special. 
Um, what I learned last year, and I am still learning, is to work fast, like to learn fast the ballet. To we don't we do so many ballets in a season. It's amazing. At the Paris Opera, you didn't do as many. No, mm-hmm. and we don't have that. I mean, we just have 24 hours by day. So every rehearsal is really intense. We don't lose time. We are like focused from the first minute to the end of the rehearsal. It's it's a really intense work. And yeah, I, I learned a lot like looking to the other um, dancers in this company because they are all really different, all really specials, and they, they go on stage with this really special American energy, like just show must go on. And French people are more like, oh my God, I'm gonna fall, oh my God, it's terrible, and uh, I'm not able to do that. So, I was this kind of person, and then with all this, those amazing dancers, I really learned that, like, okay, I know, I, ha- I had a lot of rehearsals, I know to do that, I'm able to go on stage, and just let's enjoy the show, and this, like, kind of happiness to go on stage, and energy, this is really something I, I learned here last, last year, and I'm still learning that, so, yeah. The Paris Opera has 200 dancers, San Francisco Ballet has 75, so is there more opportunity to perform here? Oh, yeah, I'm on stage every night, so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Um, Now, you've been able to work with some great choreographers here in San Francisco. Could you name a few and and talk about what you've learned from them? Um, Well, I met Alexei Ratmansky, and... Ratmansky. Yeah, this was really amazing for me. The trilogy, you will... Maybe you saw last year, and you will see. Um, I don't know. It it was such a... Amazing time I had with him in the studio. He first he moves like a cat, so he moves like a like a cat. Like a cat. It's amazing. Like I was, I remember I was stuck on the movement, and he, he stand up, he stood up, and he showed me the the step, and I was like, oh, okay. And but it, I don't know. It's and he's so nice. There is no problem. He he will fix. He will. He loves dancer, and this is amazing. Working with somebody who loves dancer like him was amazing, and. Uh, he gave me the opportunity to do my first um, kind of tragic role because the trilogy is really deep and yeah, it can be really sad. And I, I was I wasn't sure. I was like, do I should I act with my face? I I, I didn't know. I was like, no no. Just listen to the music. Do you do the steps, and you will see the tragedy will happen just doing the steps and on the music. And this was from my meeting with Alexei. This was amazing revelation. So you didn't have to act and be no, overly dramatic. It would come out from just the Just move on the music uh, because he did really well his job. His job is to, cre- to create movement who gives the tragedy and he did really well. So just do the steps on the music and the tragedy will happen. And I think it's what happened because what have you learned from Helgi Thomason? Oh, um, I did. I was really lucky to be on the on Caprice, Caprice, Caprice mm-hmm. last year. Um, this was really new for me because, well, I'm used to do classical ballet in Paris Opera, but we do only almost only Nureyev versions, and obviously Nureyev is not here anymore. So, I it was the first time I was lucky to do to create a new classical ballet with a choreographer in the studio because all the classical choreography I did were from Nureyev and Nureyev is not here so it's not a 
Here, it was really a walk together, but on classical steps. And this was amazing. Really, I felt like classical ballet was, is still alive. So it's, it was really good. So you said you, you learned most of the, the Nuria version of the classical ballets. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did. Yeah, and he's not around to, to, to help coach you, so it was a... Yeah, we have coach, but we cannot change the choreography. The choreography is like that, and we cannot even change the harm. It's like that, and that's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here, when, you, when you're in the studio with a choreographer, you can, he can adjust the choreography on you, because the, first, the opening cast was Maria Koshetkova, and we don't dance the same, we don't have the same body, so she's able to do things I wasn't able to do, so we had to change the choreography, and Elgi was really nice to do it for me, and I don't know, it was just really alive, you know, was, and I remember I was so moved the day of the opening night, because I remember all the time spending in the studio, like trying to, to figure out steps, and, and now it's a ballet, it's amazing, <laughs> like it's a piece. Um, has there been someone else who's been uh, an inspiration to you artistically? Other people you've worked with here? Um, I think all the dancers, the San Francisco Ballet dancers. Um, this company is amazing because in Paris Opera, we all come from the same school, Paris Opera School, and there is no other way to be in the company. You have to do the school. So you have to dance the same, you have the same teacher, you have the, the same training. Here, we come from another country. <laughs> Everybody's from another country, so... And everybody has different schools and different training, and it's so great for me to see all this. It's really inspiring. Yesterday, I, I thought about something. I was on stage, and I did uh, dancing at the gathering, and I... Which dance? Dancing at the gathering. Oh, oh dancing dances at, at a gathering. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have this finale. We just walk on stage, and we look at each other, and it's really... It's really heartbreaking. And I looked at all the principal on stage with me, and I was like, oh, she's Cuban, she's Spanish, he's um, uh, Armenian, okay, she's American, uh, she's Russian, uh, I'm French. I was like, oh my God, so many different people on stage with me, I'm so lucky. <laughs> so yeah. And then, um, how have you changed as a dancer, do you think, the past year? Definitely, I'm more relaxed to be on stage. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm more relaxed. I'm more confident. When I first joined the company, I remember before my first show, I think it was Nutcracker last year. It was my first show in San Francisco, and with the company, I was so nervous. It was terrible. And Elgi came to me, and he told me, um, he told me something I, I still remember, um, and I will always, I think. He told me, dance like you are. I, I like the dancer you are, and I want this dancer on stage. I don't want another dancer. So don't change anything, just dance like you are. And I keep thinking about that, and I think this, this is, was really important for me. Because, I don't know, in Paris Opera, we always try to, to look like this Paris Opera perfection kind of dream. And wasn't really healthy for me. So this is really, I feel better. <laughs> if you're just joining us, I'm talking with San Francisco Ballet principal dancer Mathilde Frostet, and in a short while we'll be able to take some questions from the audience. Now some of you may be aware that, um, of uh, San Francisco Ballet's new lookbook. It's a souvenir, 72 pages of fabulous photos of our dancers. And it's available online, but it's also um, 
available at the ballet shop, box level, second floor, and after this interview, Mathilde will be there to sign copies of your lookbook if you so desire, you would like an autograph. Uh, tell us about Giselle. I understand you'd never performed this lead role before, this was last season, but um, you learned the role in 10 days, I understand, and then you're on stage. So tell us about how did you feel after that first performance? Um. Oh my God, it was, yeah, I learned the ballet in 10 days and I think I didn't realize, like, it was so fast, everything went so fast, I didn't have the time to, to be nervous. And this was great, this was really great. I had Lola de Avila as a coach. Lola de Avila. Mm -hmm. And she, she was like my, I call her my Giselle grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> because she really made my Giselle. She drove me like every step and she made, I mean, she told me, okay, you're gonna be ready, don't, and I was ready, so, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I was really happy after the first show, and I was happy it was done, and <laughs> honestly, I, the, my first thought was, oh, I, I run the ballet, because before the first show, I think I did, I never did the ballet from the beginning to the end, without stop, <laughs> so, Heavens. I was like, oh, cool, I can do it. <laughs> I think that was my first thought. I just want to report to you that your fellow country person, Muriel Maffre, some of you might remember Muriel, 17 years with the company, uh, school at the Paris Opera, she admires your dancing very much. And she wrote and she said, quote, you are incredibly fluid and light and you are very stylish. Oh, so you. she says you're fabulous and that's a good compliment. Um, now, you returned to Paris this past summer on tour with the San Francisco Ballet. How was that to come back? It was great, it was great. This city is amazing first. And I was really happy to dance in front of the audience. I danced in front for more than 12 years. Uh, they saw me grow up and yeah, I was really happy to, to be in Paris to perform. Even though it was, it was hard because um, with Paris Opera, it's, I think it's like San Francisco Ballet. We cannot perform in another theatre uh, I can only perform in Paris Opera Garnier or Bastille. So it was the first time I was in another theater in Paris. So <laughs> was What theater was this in Paris? It was the Théâtre du Châtelet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beautiful theater. So um, this was a little bit strange for me to just change the subway station, <laughs> take another subway. <laughs> but no, it was so good. My family came and everything, so it was great. Now, uh, what roles do you perform in Program 3, the program where we're going to be seeing today, although you won't be dancing today, but what roles do you perform? Uh, I'm dancing Bayadere, mm. and I'm doing one of the three shades um, who perform in, in Bayadere. I understand that you learned a different version of Bayadere in, in Paris. Yeah. yeah, I did the Nouria version. So um, it's, well, it's, it's the same but different. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to remember what country you're in at yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Makarova's version, it's, it's almost the same. I mean, it's the same solo, the same music, but the, stay, the, the steps are slight, slightly sorry, different. Then can, it's enough to confuse you. <laughs> so is it demand extra rehearsal from you, so you have it um, drilled I, in? Your yeah, head? yeah. I, it was hard at the beginning to switch, because I, I did this solo for so many years in Paris Opera, the, the same solo. So. But now I'm, now I'm used to Makarova's version, so. Now you also were, so, so folks, there are t 24 shades or spirits. 
in Bayadere, um, and they come down a ramp. It's supposed to be the Himalayas. They're coming down from the mountains and their spirits. And you were, have performed in that role before. Can you tell us, please, the joys of dancing on a ramp and coming down? And first of all, talk about the ramp. Well, yes, I did the, um, the 24 Shades for 12 years, almost every, every year. So, um, yeah, it was, was so hard. It was so, I remember, girl, we were shaking. And of course, in Paris, the rank is, is even more. It's even bigger. It was steep, more yeah, steep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh my God, I, it was terrible. And <laughs> in Paris, it's a full length. So for two hours of the full length, first act, uh, and in Paris, it's the third act. It's a little bit confusing. So first act, second act, I, my only thought was, oh my God, this rank, this rank, this rank. <laughs> it was really hard. But um, when you do it, honestly, I had the, one of the biggest um, pleasure in the, in the corps de ballet was Bayadere. Just being in the middle of all those girls who were my friends, almost my family, um, just moving together on this amazing music, like you can, feel, you can feel every girl around you. And also because they are your friends, you know when, when a girl is, in, has, is having troubles and you're like holding your back, Maybe for her, or for maybe for her, or maybe for you <laughs> also. Um, I don't know. It's such a strong feeling to be in the corps de ballet in this ballet. It's like, and you know, you look beautiful in this white tutu with this crown, and you're really proud because um, I don't know. I was really proud to do this part because I I saw this part is almost better than the the principal part. <laughs> I don't know. It's the corps de ballet is the is the the strength, can I say, the strength of the ballet, mm. you know, it's, if the corps de ballet is bad, the evening is going to be bad, so, I don't know, I was really proud to do this, and I, I'm really proud of the girl who, who, does, who do it, they are amazing, you will see. How do they choose the order, like the first, the first uh, shade that does this has to do 38 arabesque, who's the lucky duck that gets... <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I think it's depending on the, it's the size. Oh, so they do yeah. it by height. Yeah, by height. But I have to say, I was really lucky to do this part in Paris because it was reverse. The tall girls were in front and the small girls were in the back. And I was, I was small in Paris. So I was, <laughs> most of the time I was the last one. So I had just maybe one or two arabesques and then running. <laughs> so like, <laughs> But, oh my God, the first one who does all those arabesques, oof, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But we appreciate it because it is magical. I don't care how many times you see that. It's so magical. It's, uh, it is like and, a dream. And really, I have to say, I saw different company doing this part, and San Francisco Valley is really good. Like, mm. really, you're really lucky to see that. So what other roles will you be dancing this season so we can look for you? You're doing dances at a gathering, but what else are you rehearsing now? Um... I will do Kitri in Don Quixote. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so it's the next program, I guess. Don Quixote. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll do again the trilogy. Um, Shostakovich trilogy. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And I'll, do, I'll be Juliet also. Yeah. Oh, you're doing a Juliet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Who's your Romeo? Um, it's. Well, we don't really know yet. We didn't oh. start yet, but <laughs> I'm sure I have one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the ballet wouldn't work without one. Romeo. <laughs> so, um, how do you like to spend your time when you're not dancing? Um, 
Well, uh, I really like San Francisco, so um, I like to discover San Francisco and around because the landscape are so amazing just to cross the bridge and and I really like taking photos. So well, you're a photographer. Oh no, <laughs> you like I taking like photos. taking photos. <laughs> um, and I also really like social medias. So. Oh, social media. Oh, yeah, that takes me a long time. I, I'm <laughs> on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and blah, 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 blah. And so, so it's, uh, it's, it's a job, you know. It takes me so much time. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it, yeah. Uh, one more question for me. What's your favorite indulgence? Indulgence like a glass of wine, a box of chocolates, and a bubble bath all at once? or Wine and cheese. A wine and cheese. Well, yeah, you're French. Really. <laughs> After a good show, just a glass of red wine and a good cheese. Perfect. That's enough. Um, one last, uh, I'd like to ask you also, general advice for the young dancers in our audience. If there's a young dancer, what advice would you give her if she wants to follow in your footsteps? Hmm. Oh, it's hard because it's so personal. Um, well, I, I, I'm going to give you a real example. Um, it was last week we had this stage rehearsal of Bayader, and it was, I think it was Sunday, so end of the week, we were all really tired. And this young woman in the corps de ballet, she was in the front line of Bayader, and they have a développé à la seconde, so you have to hold your leg like that really long after all those arabesques, you know, so. And she moved a lot, and I think she put her leg down, and, which is not really good. And then after she was crying in the wings, and I came to her and I told her, you know, I did exactly the same mistake. And this is a rehearsal, but I did in the performance. I was in front, and I put my leg down in front of all the audience of Paris Opera Ballet, in front of all, all the coaches, all the, the ballet master and everything. And it was really bad, and I cried for days. It was big drama. And now I'm principal dancer, you know. So, okay, this can happen. We're not machine, and, but, the day after, I took the class, and I keep on walking. So just keep on walking. You know, you can miss a step, but it's not a big deal. It's about something else, ballet. It's not about steps. That's great advice. I mean, it's not only about steps. <laughs> <laughs> now we can uh, now take some questions from the audience. Um, in, in the interest of time, if you could uh, make your questions short, because I have to repeat them. Um, well, I'll start right here, sir. Yeah. Uh. Mr. Wiseman made a documentary movie about three years ago about mm -hmm. the Paris Ballet. Yeah. They seem to be very physical. Do you have any comments? This is about the movie, the Paris Opera yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Ballet. Sorry, um, they seem to be very physical? Yes. Uh, the dancer, you mean? Well, kind of like more gymnastic type movements, physical. Mm, well, you know, I mean this movie. Yeah. Um, you were in this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, like a big part in this movie. <laughs> Um, physical, I don't know. I don't know. I feel the dancers here are more physical, actually. Yeah. Because we dance more here and we jump higher. No, I, I don't know that. I don't know about that. I didn't think about that. Well, this is great information that we have to get the movie and check. What, what, what part do you play in? I mean, are you interviewed? Uh, it's, it's, it's a documentary. Yes. So, um, Weismann stayed with her um, three months, I guess, or maybe more. And if he had hours and hours of um, recording, and I think I'm, I'm on stage, and it's um, a, a rehearsal of Paquita, a ballet, and 
Well, the, the rehearsal is so-so, and I know the ballet master is not, are not really happy with me, so, well, this is my part. <laughs> little drama for the documentary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's good in a documentary. <laughs> sure. and an, another question. Yes. If you hadn't have become a dancer, what would you have become? And she thought you'd be a good actor. Um, uh, photographer. Yeah, I really like photography. So, but yeah, actor, why not? <laughs> Other questions? Yes. What's your favorite part and, and why? But favorite role? Oh, um, well, uh, before to do Giselle, I thought it was Kitri. <laughs> Kitri in yeah. Donkey. Because um, I feel really close to the character of the personage, the, to Kitri. It, it, it's just a funny girl. She's, she's nice and she's, she speaks loud and she laughs and, you know, there was no drama, no big deal. And then I, I did Giselle and, I don't know, Giselle is... Kitri is about technical. The, the personage is not, is not really hard to interpret. It's just laughing. Uh, Giselle has another dimension for me. So, yeah, I, I actually, I feel so happy in the same season I can do both. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. One, one more question. Yes, sir. You have a lot of ballon. You have very springy legs and a good jump. Does he, he's asking, is that because you're not as flexible? Does that help you have a better jump? Maybe, maybe. Um, for sure, people who are really flexible, it's harder for them sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes to, to jump because they have a big plié. They, yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe it's a good side of this. <laughs> Well, you've done a fabulous job with your career. I do have um, three announcements. Mathilde will be signing copies of the lookbook at the ballet shop, box level, 2 p until 2 p.m. today. So if you want to run up there and catch us, you can listen to podcasts of these Meet the Artist interviews on our website at sfballet.org. And most importantly, please join me in thanking our guest today, principal dancer Mathilde Frosty.